What is going on, Thrive Forever Fit family? It is time for another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit show, and I'm excited you're here. You guys know the moral, the mission, and the desire of this podcast is to disrupt the way you think, inspire you to think differently, and give you the tools to transform into that person that you deserve and desire to be. And as always, guys, the only thing I ask is that, uh, two things. Number one, love each other. Be awesome. Number two, if you like this podcast, if you like this episode, if you like this show, if you like me, share the episode. Go to iTunes, go to YouTube, go to Google, go to Spotify, go to wherever it is that you listen to this show. Give me a review, write something special, let everybody know why you like the show. That just gets us more listeners, more viewers, and gives us the opportunity to create the world that we desire, the world we want to live in. And that is a world full of people who are just doing awesome things and being awesome to each other. Today's episode is actually pretty special. It's eight lessons that I've learned over 25 years in the life and transformation coaching business. I'm going to give you eight lessons that I've learned over the course of the last 25 years being in the transformation, life-changing coaching world. Now, these eight lessons are applicable to you. If you listen to these eight lessons, there's going to be little takeaways that you can use in your life, in your journey, that are going to help you. So get a pen, get some paper, get your phone out, get something to write with, because these are going to be valuable. And if you take these eight lessons and you figure out how you can utilize them and implement them into your daily life, it's going to be a game changer for you. And I'm all about game changers. I'm all about strategies and tools and techniques that help you get to the next level of where you deserve and desire to be. So let's rock and roll. Number one is simple. There is a tremendous variability in individual responses to change. What I mean by that is there is a vast dichotomy a vast difference between individuals' responses to the same stimuli. Some clients need to work twice as hard to get half the results. Think about that for a second. When I hear that out loud, my first thought is, that sucks. Some clients need to work twice as hard to get half the results. It's not fair, but it is reality. And we cannot... We cannot, we cannot, we cannot argue with reality. Sometimes that's just the way it is. And if you're one of those people that has to work twice as hard to get half the results, listen, it sucks. I don't want that for you. But if that's the card, if that's the hand you've been dealt, what I want you to do is embrace that hand and say, okay, I may have to work twice as hard to get half the results, but that's not going to stop me from doing the work. That's not going to stop me from getting to where it is that I want to go just because I've got to work a little bit harder than the person next to me. I'm not going to use them as my benchmark and as my barometer. I'm going to use myself. I'm going to use my motivation, my inspiration, where I want to go as my guideline, as my lighthouse. And that's what I'm going to go toward. And even if it takes me longer, even if it's twice as hard, I'm not going to give up. Those are the clients. I'm going to be honest with you. Those are the people that get long-term lasting results because they are willing to work twice as hard and they're willing for it to take twice as long as opposed to the person who it comes to really, really easily. Those are the ones that usually end up quitting because in their mind, they think, oh, I can do this again. I can do this again. I can repeat the same outcome. 
And eventually you can't. Eventually your body says, hey, not this time. And you become one of those people that it takes twice as hard and twice as long. So my hat's off to you guys that it does take you a little bit longer and you do have to work a little bit harder because I know you're in the fight. I'm in the fight with you and I want to grab your hand and I'm going to walk with you every single step of the way. So just know that you're not alone in that journey. That's lesson number one that I've learned. Number two is this. Many people know what to do, but they fail in the execution. Think about that. What's the one thing everybody says when you tell them something? Oh, I know. I can't tell you how many times people tell me, oh, I know. I'm like, hey, you probably want, oh, I know. I'm like, well, then my, my initial thought is, well, then why the F aren't you doing it? Because they fail in the execution. Because there's a vast difference between knowing and doing. It's the whole personal development vortex I talk about in uh, my second book, The Purpose of Pain. It's consumption without application. And eventually people consume so much they don't even know how to apply anymore because they have so many things going on, so many tools, so many tips, so many techniques, but they have zero clue where they are. Their toolbox looks like a three-year-old's toy box. And they don't know what to do with, they don't know what to do with any of the stuff in the box. And so many know what to do, but they fail at execution. And here's the most important part of that. If you'll become accountable to a coach, hear what I said there, become accountable to a coach. I've been coaching for 25 years. Thousands of clients. These eight lessons, guys, are from thousands of clients that I've worked with. Become accountable to a coach, have an objective eye, and you will, be, you will go from average to excellent. Become accountable, have an objective eye, and you can, be, you can go from average to excellent. Now, I think it's essential that we define the word objective. Here's what objective means. Objective means not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering the, in considering the facts. Oh shit, that's heavy, right? Not influenced by personal feelings or opinions. That is where most people go south. They get influenced by their own personal feelings, by their own personal opinions that they create as to why this won't work. People tell me all the time, I've tried everything and it just didn't work. I've tried everything and it just didn't work. I, you didn't try. You, you started it maybe, but did you really go all in? I asked a client the other day that one of the things they said was, I, every time I try something, I, I, do, I go all in and then I fail anyway. And I said, well, let's talk about going all in. What's your definition of all in? Have you done A, B, C, and D for six months consistently and committedly? The answer was no. Then you've never really gone all in. See, unfortunately, we live in this society right now. We want instant gratification. I talk about this all the time. And that is the biggest problem is with the instant gratification society that we live in, you want it now. You want it yesterday, actually. You're not even willing to commit yourself six months to get something that you want for a lifetime. Think about that. Most people won't commit six months for something they want to have for their entire life. You think about it from that perspective, it's crazy. And most people don't have an objective vision, an objective eye to what it is that they want, and they become influenced by their personal feelings. Well, I'm working really, really hard, and I'm not getting what I want. And then they create this story around, well, this isn't going to work for me. No, it will work for you. You won't work for it. See the big differentiator there? It will work for you. You won't work for it. See, I had a client not too long ago that told me that, hey, you know what, this, this really isn't just, this isn't working for me because it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't believe in the one size fits all, blah, blah, blah. 
what I do is not one size fits all, guys. What I do is not one size fits all. I craft and customize. I'm chiseling over here. I got the chainsaw over here. I got a pickaxe. I got a file. I got a tiny little nail file. Everybody needs a little something different. But the person that says that, what they're really saying is, I'm not willing to do what it takes to get what it is I said I wanted. And that's, I'm not, I'm not bashing people. I'm not making fun of people. It's a heavy card. It's a heavy commitment to, if you're overweight, if you're not getting what you want to get and you want to make a transformation, it is a heavy process. And I get it. It's easier to say, hey, 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 your program just doesn't work for me. But in actuality, if I really, if I put it up on a whiteboard and I showed how, how the people who say that showed up, well, this is how many workouts you came to. This is how often you did exactly what it is I asked you to do. This is how often you blah, 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 blah. They'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do, I didn't do the work, did I? See, but that's a, that's a, that, man, that's heavy to, to get a human to say that. I didn't do the work, did I? That's heavy. But it's one of the lessons, right? I've learned that humans struggle with telling the truth to themselves. And see, they're not lying to me. I get it. I know the truth, right? I know it's not me. I know it's not the program. I know. I mean, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds, right? So it's the proof is in the pudding, is what they say. I don't know what that means. What proof's in the pudding? Like what? What the? What's? Why is there proof in the pudding? Somebody help me out with that. Why is there proof in the pudding? I don't know. Figure that out for me. Let me know. Put it down in the comments. But you see what I'm saying? We we don't have an objective eye. We get, we get caught in our own personal feelings and our own personal emotions and our own personal opinions. Number three, it's very difficult to predict success because success is based on 90% mindset and 10% talent. And you don't know where the client falls in that equation until they're faced with adversity. So for you, what's the lesson? I don't care how talented you are. If your mindset's not where it needs to be, when adversity shows up and knocks on your door, if you're not ready, you will fall and you will fall fast. And then you'll, you'll get unobjective with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your opinions, and you'll figure out a way to quit. You'll find a way to quit. Whatever it is you're doing, you'll find a way out when adversity hits. So regardless of how talented you are, Make sure your mindset is 90%. Make sure your mindset is, a, is, a, is the beacon of how you do what it is that you do because that will be the driving force for you. I talk about it till I'm blue in the face. Everybody else, everybody else in the weight loss transformation world is talking about eat this, don't eat that, macros, micros, you know, all kind of new shit, like take this, eat that, rub this here, rub that there. The bottom line is this, people's mindsets suck. And until we change that, until we get a handle on that, things are going to stay the way that they are. We got to shift that mindset. Lucky for you, if you're listening to this, this is what I do. I'm a master of it. Master of it. I don't say that lightly. It takes about 10,000 hours to, to master anything. I'm hundreds of thousands of hours that's even possible. I don't know. I'm not really good at math. Somebody at CPA biz, let me know if that's even a possible thing. 25 years, hundreds of thousands of hours. I can't do that equation. What I'm saying is my life is committed to that. And my life is also committed to helping people get, get a mastery of their own personal level of mindset. And those that do, those that can stay objective on that, 
life changes forever. Those that don't become unobjective and they find a way out. Because when humans are faced with a challenge or adversity, we either find a way in and through or we find a way out the back door. Stop taking the back door, guys. It only leads to more pain, more heartache, more tragedy. That's a lesson. Number four, effort trumps talent in the end. Effort trumps talent in the end. I will always place my bet on effort. You know why? Talent gets bored and it gets complacent. Effort always has something to prove. See, for me, my whole life, I felt like I always had something to prove. Never felt like I was talented, but by God, I was always going to bring the effort. I was always going to be the hardest worker in the room. I will put my money on the hardest worker in the room, even if they're not the most talented, and they're usually not. The most talented person in the room is usually not the hardest worker. Pay attention. The most talented person, and by talent, I mean like skill set, maybe they, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever gamut it is, whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, somebody who's smart, whether whatever, whatever it is, the most talented person in the room is usually not the hardest worker. I will put my money on the hardest worker. I'll put my money on effort every time over talent because in the end, effort will beat talent because talent will get bored, it'll get complacent, and it'll start making mistakes. It'll start looking for the golden, the golden bright shiny object where effort will just show up every day like a pack mule, put their head down and go to work, do the little things. Effort does the little things. Talent gets bored with the little things. And in the end, the little things are what win. Write that down, valuable. Number five, many overestimate the importance of the perfect plan and underestimate the importance of brutal consistency. See how these kind of tie together? Many people, most people overestimate, they're looking for the perfect plan. Gee, this doesn't work for me. This isn't for me. This, I need, a, I need, the, I need, that, I need the plan. I need that other plan, the special plan. Um, write this, earmuff everybody on the car because this is, this is the top secret advice. There is no special plan. There is no special formula. There is no special shit. You're the only thing that's special. And until you realize that, until you wrap your mind around that, you're the missing link, you're the problem and the solution, you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep searching. You're gonna keep searching for that golden egg that doesn't exist. Many overestimate the importance of the perfect plan and underestimate the importance of brutal, hear me, brutal consistency. What's brutal consistency, Jay? Brutal consistency is what I talked about earlier willing to do something for six months that will last you for the rest of your life. Dropping the instant gratification, dropping the desire and the necessity and the need for instant gratification and understanding that the long game is what you're playing. The outcome is worth the challenge. The outcome is worth the struggle. The outcome is worth the pain. Most people aren't willing to go through the pain to get the outcome they desire. So here's what they do. They focus on the, the special plan. I want the special plan. The perfect plan is no perfect plan. I will take, an, I will take someone using an 80% perfect plan over 10 years over someone who has the 100% perfect plan that never figures it out, never starts, and anguishes over everything. What am I going to do? How do I do this? Where's the perfect plan? Where's the hack? Where's this? Where's that? There is no perfect plan, guys. You're the perfect plan. The perfect plan is commitment and consistency. And both those are inside of you. 
They're not on a piece of paper. They're not in a guide. They're not in a diet. They're not in a, in a name like paleo or keto or any of that shit. It's none of that. You're the perfect plan. Inside of you lies the ability and the decision to be committed and consistent. That's, that's, those, are the, those are the two pieces of the perfect puzzle. But until you apply those and you apply them with brutal consistency over time, you're going to keep searching for that perfect plan that doesn't exist. Number six, 25 years in the weight loss, fitness, transformation, life coaching, whatever you want to call it, has led me to this. Intelligent people, smart people can often be their own worst enemy. You know why? Because they know just enough about a lot of things to make themselves dangerous. For example, they'll always go to extreme measures, trying to find a hack, trying to find the cutting edge thing, the idea, the supplement, the sauna, the, the spana, the whatever it is, because they want to outsmart the system because they're intelligent. They, they want to outsmart the system all the time. When in actuality, all they're really doing is avoiding the boring, dull, challenging, monotonous, but yet highly effective basics that actually work over time. See, everybody I've ever known that is chasing the hack, chasing the special plan, chasing the magic bullet, they never find it. They spend their whole life chasing those things and they never get what it is that they actually want. And it's really because they're just avoiding the basics. Because you know why? The talent, the intelligent, gets bored. They get complacent. The effort, right? And I'm not saying people with effort are unintelligent. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you know what I'm talking about. They don't allow their opinions and their feelings to get in the way. Intelligent people allow their opinions and their feelings to get in the way of their own success. And therefore, they're always searching and looking and I got to find a special thing. It's not there. Meanwhile, the effort is over here putting in the work. They're doing the boring, the dull, the challenging, the monotonous, but the effective work. And they're the ones that get the results. That's why I put my money on them every single time. So here's a reminder. It is the commitment and consistency to the daily routine. It is the commitment and consistency to the daily routine that yields the win. How many times have I said this? Little hinges swing big doors. Think about that. The tiny little hinge can swing the biggest door. There's no hack to swing in a door. There's no special thing. Like nobody's reinventing the door hinge. It's pretty magical the way it is. A tiny little hinge can swing a humongous door. That's the little things. There's nothing sexy about a door hinge. Nobody ever builds a home and be like, hey, guys, I want those door hinges from Italy, okay? They're the best in the world. Maybe the door's from Italy because it's pretty and, and fun and shiny, right? Maybe some kind of weird marble I don't even know about. But the hinge, just functional. The hinge just does the work. The hinge just shows up every day. The hinge isn't sexy. The hinge isn't talented. The hinge is all about effort. Think about it. Number seven, the number one transformation progress killer. The number one reason that people fail on their transformation journey is anxiety and stress. You know why? Because anxiety and stress is really just adversity. It's like I said earlier, 
People don't know where they stand until the first time they get, they get hit with adversity. And that's when the real truth comes out. Where are you? Are you 90% adversity? Are you 90% mindset? Can you handle it? If you're not, what'll happen is this, anxiety and stress will take over. And what anxiety happens when anxiety and stress take over is you start questioning the plan and you eventually quit. Why? Go back to what I talked about, about having an objective eye. Anxiety and stress decrease your ability to think objectively and you start playing into your own emotions and your own feelings and your own opinions. And eventually you find a reason, even though it's not really valid, you find a reason to quit. And if you look hard enough, you will find, you will find people that will validate your reason to quit. That wasn't for you, Billy. Billy, that wasn't for you. I knew it all along. Take a peek at the person telling you that wasn't for you. They where you want to be. Never take advice from somebody who's not where it is you want to be. Right? Never take advice from someone who's not where it is you want to be. You say, Jay, well, that sounds very shallow, very narrow-minded. What I'm saying is this. If someone who needs to lose weight is giving you advice on what you need to do to lose weight, but yet they're not doing anything to lose weight, is that really somebody you want to take advice from? No, it's not. Business is the same way. You want to take advice from somebody who's never owned a business, never had a business, but they've worked, they've worked for somebody else their whole life, but they want to tell you how to start your corporation. They don't know the difference in an S corp and a C corp and anything, but yet they want to give you advice. And people take advice from people like that all day long. Stop taking advice from people who aren't where it is that you want to be just because they validate what it is that you already want them to say. That's the only reason. The only reason you take advice from somebody who's not where it is you want to be is because you want that answer. And you know somebody with a sane mind, somebody with an objective mind will not give you that answer. The best advice for diminishing anxiety and stress, guys, is this. To avoid focusing on deceptive, short-term success measures. Meaning, stop focusing on the scale. Stop focusing on the little thing you go down to the local vitamin store and you stand on and you hold the hands and it says, you're blah, 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 body fat percentage. You're probably wrong. It's probably not what it even close to that. Unless you're using like a DEXA scan or a, some kind of MRI body scan thing, or you got some old dude that knows how to use calipers, like it's like he knows how to drive his car. I mean, stay off the body scan things, get in the mirror, look and say, what is, what's going on here? Am I looking like I need to look? Am I losing body fat? You'll be able to tell but you get focused on these numbers. The scale's not moving fast enough. This isn't moving that, that isn't moving that. It's been two weeks. Of course you're gonna be anxiety ridden and stress ridden. If you think in two weeks, you deserve the goals that you might get in six months. And I see it all the time. Jay, I'm not getting the results that I want. I'm like, let me look at my paperwork. It's been four days. I mean, Doug, it's been four days. How in that blue hell do you think you, you deserve to lose 20 pounds? Well, I have a friend, I have a friend, like my friend's cousin's brother's uncle, he has this product and you wrap yourself in like these seaweed baths and then you, you soak yourself in, in a cold tub for four hours and then you lose like 17 pounds. Uh-huh, what the, what the, what, what's going on, Doug? But that's people's mentality these days. We want what we, what we, what we don't deserve. The bottom line is this, the life you have right now, the weight you have right now, the body you have right now, is predicated on the decisions you made, and those decisions you made yield what you deserve in life. 
I don't deserve anything in life that I have not made the decision to get. It's that simple. It doesn't get any, it doesn't get any better than that, worse than that, easier than that, harder than that. I'm living the life today based on the past decisions that I've made. I have the body I have today based on the past decisions I've made. I don't deserve to have any other body than the body that I'm in right now. Why are you any different? And why do we think we're so different? And lastly, the thing you can do to avoid stress and anxiety, we talked about it from the beginning. Your results are your results. Stay off of people's social media highlight reel. It's unrealistic. It's BS. Nobody posts a bad picture of themselves, including Instagram models, Facebook models. I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. Nobody posts a real guy out of bed, this is what I look like photo. It's the perfect angle. It's the perfect lighting. It's the perfect this. It's the perfect that. Nobody, stop looking at that shit. It's unrealistic. Be realistic. Be objective with your thought processes. It will serve you. It will decrease anxiety and depression. It'll, it'll take all that away. Stop worrying about what someone else thinks about your results and stop worrying about what someone else's results are. You don't deserve those results. They're not you. you didn't, you're not doing what they're doing. It's their body. Stop thinking you deserve what they have. You don't. Unless you're, you, I mean, you can get it, but you got to work for it in your own way. And remember what I said earlier, it takes some people twice as long and have to work twice as hard to get the same results. Maybe that's you. You got to be okay with that. Focus instead on this, guys. Focus on this. Precise daily processes. Work, track your movement, track your mindset, track your sleep, track your food, track the little things. Stop worrying about the, the things that are out of your control. Stop getting derailed in the details of the little things that are outside of the spectrum of what it is that you can control on a daily basis. Control the controllable. Most importantly, if you learn how to control your mindset and not allow yourself down these pathways of stress and anxiety and comparison, comparison is the thief of joy. Looking at somebody else's Facebook page or, or Instagram page, I will be, I'll be so honest with you right now. I have two Facebook groups right now. One is, a, is my, all my paid coaching clients. The other one is a free wellness lab launch pad. By the way, if you're not part of my wellness, labs, wellness, wellness lab launch pad, get your ass over there right now. It's great. But I don't go onto regular Facebook. I don't go onto Instagram. I don't look at anything because we've become so disillusioned with the shit that's out there everybody's an expert. Everybody's doing this. We're this like weird copy and paste society. Jay, you're heading down a rabbit hole. Don't do it. Get yourself out of it. <sighs> okay. I'm going to grab the rope out of the rabbit hole. Not doing it, not doing it, not doing it. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. The point being this guys is you can achieve remarkable long-term success, remarkable long-term magical outcomes. If you nail the daily process. Nail the daily process. Nail it. You don't need hacks. You don't need lotions. You don't need potions. You don't need special things. You don't need gurus and hurus or any of that shit. Nail the daily process and you'll win. Last one, guys. Number eight. I love this one because I get this question a lot. 
striving for balance is admirable. I think it's, I think it's cool. But don't be surprised when your progress is eclipsed by those who don't give a shit about balance. People ask me all the time, how do you balance your life? I'm like, balance my what? Ba what, what is that even? I don't believe in balance. I believe in urgency. I believe in like being blissfully discontent. I believe in being like aggressively pursuing my goals and my dreams and my, the things that I want in life. Like I don't even know what balance is. So don't be surprised if in your quest for balance, even though it's admirable, and I think if that's important to you, you go after it, but don't be surprised if your progress is eclipsed by those of us who don't give a shit about balance. I don't care about balance. I work every day of the week, every day. I don't even know what day it is. I work every day as if it's just the next day because I don't believe in balance. And then when I'm not working, I'm all in on my relationships. When I'm, not on, when I'm not working or working on my relationship with Lori, I'm at the gym. I'm all in on my fitness. Whatever I'm doing at the moment, I'm all in on it. All in. 100%. Focused and dialed. There's no balance at all. Maybe give that a shot if you're not getting what you want to get out of life. Here's the deal, guys. I got something special for you. So what we are going to do is we are going to turn these eight lessons into a downloadable PDF. So when this episode drops, we're going to post the link. You'll be able to go to the website. We're going to create a blog. You'll be able to click the link. You'll be able to, to um, download this, this little guide that we're going to make for you. You'll have all of these lessons, some actually some extra tips and tools and techniques inside of that guide that you're not going to want to miss that I didn't talk about during the podcast. Um, it'll be beneficial just for you to have just as a resource guide. You can go back to it. That way you don't have to write any of this stuff down. Um, so whenever the episode drops, go there, download it, get this for yourself, put it on your computer, put it on your phone, be able to access it. Use these eight lessons that I've learned as a benchmark for how you can not fall, not succumb to the same downfalls that people that I've worked with for thousands and thousands of clients. You don't have to make their same mistakes. Success leaves clues. Follow those clues, guys. They just gave you eight powerful clues on how to avoid pitfalls on your life's journey, on your transformation journey, whatever it is you want. If you want a better job, if you want better relationships, if you want better money, if you just want to have a better overall rounded life, like these eight tips will help you get to that place that it is that you deserve and desire to go. So before we go, guys, I'll say it again. If you're not a member of my Wellness Lab Launchpad, get your butt over there. If you are a member of my Wellness Lab Launchpad, tell a friend about it. Here's how we grow in life. If I keep all of the special stuff that is amazing just to myself, and I don't, I don't share it with the people that I love, I don't share it with my circle of success, I don't share it, share it, share it, then it's just me. What fun is that? What fun is it to have a big house and nobody comes over to share it with you. What fun is it to have an amazing pool in the backyard, but nobody ever comes and floats with you? What fun is it to do these things in life on your own? So if you're getting this, if you're listening to me right now, get, the, get your friends and family and your circle and those people around you invested and interested in the same things you're interested in. Imagine what would happen if you, your whole group started growing together. Imagine the, the inertia and the synergy and the ripple effect that that would have just on your small little ecosystem, that it would just expand and expand and expand. And the next thing you know, you'd be surrounded 
with an army of awesomeness. Like that's the goal, isn't it? To be surrounded by so many amazing people that love each other and respect each other and are on a growth quest. They, they know they, they desire and they deserve to live their very best life. And they know that means being together, being amazing, being awesome, bringing each other up with, it, with us, like a community, a tribe. Like, isn't that what we all should want? The easiest way to do that is let's all come together. Let's all do it together. So if you're a member of the Wellness Lab Launchpad, invite five friends right now. It's simple. I know that you know five people that aren't in and that need to be in there. Just go to the thing and invite them. All you have to do is click invite. Invite Bob and Betty and the whole fam. Get them over there. If you know somebody who's not listening to this podcast, share an episode with them, any episode. But my goal, my desire, guys, is to help. I want to help people get what it is they deserve and desire out of life. It's really that simple. Nothing more, nothing less. So I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. I love the fact that you listen to the show. Um, I'm just a dude that, that likes to help. That's really, that's the bottom line. Jay, what do you do? I'm like, I just like to help people. That's, that's it. I mean, I'm just a guy who gives a shit. I, I wanted to put that on a business card not too long ago. What, what's your title? Just a guy who gives a shit. I just care about people. And I care about people living the life that I know they deserve and I know that they really desire, but maybe they just don't know how to get it. Like that's really what I'm all about. That's what I'm down with. So thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for everything you do. Um, I love you. And we will talk um, on the next show. All right. See you soon, guys. Bye.